0: Welcome to the San Antonio FC FanCast. I'm your host, Royce. How are you doing? I'm sure everybody's doing well. Let's go around the horn. I have Rafa with me. Rafa, how are you doing?
1: Pretty
2: good. Pretty good. Ready. Getting back on the road again tomorrow (laughs) after this weekend. A little, little trip to Victoria. So going to a barbecue country tomorrow in Lockhart. So,
0: uh, according to some magazine, San Antonio is the barbecue capital of of the world. So let's let's hold off on that. But Lockhart, <laughs> Smitty's, um, Blacks, and Cruz, very good, not bad. And uh, well, I should have said the the face of SAFC according to their uh, Twitter feed and Instagram, Rafa. Anyway um along with me you off,
1: man he cut me off i could have been robert i know I had an opportunity to be it's, robert
0: it's amazing that harry is right there and he is center and then you get rafa right, right <laughs> 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 unbelievable unbelievable oh man harry just can't catch a break man anyway speaking of here's dr harry dr austin is in the house Doctors. for all your so here's the current
1: needs. mode here is the current mode of San Antonio FC right now. Welcome to my party. We're just getting started.
0: A life is a dream or a nightmare starring. And-
1: but we need to bring it down. <laughs> a little bit like this here. You know, let's bring it down. This is what we're gonna do tonight. We're gonna talk about it. Doctor Harry's in, which Doctor Harry's never been in before.
2: So it sounds uh, like, like we're going to the stairway to heaven. On
0: that, on that one. <laughs> that's ex- I was about to stop him playing the music, like Wayne's World. No stairway, stairway to heaven. <laughs> that's exactly what that started like. But just you need know, to
1: bring it down. Temperature, bring the temperature down.
0: You know i'm very impressed this is a this is a first from harry and i think i think the star on the crest and a championship really has gone a long way in harry's attitude because not <laughs> right now last year harry 2022 or 2022 and yeah before harry would be freaking out right now and calling everybody out and what's going on and throwing chairs and throwing <laughs> beers and everything and now he's on he's on my side we got to calm down yeah we're okay we're gonna be okay later this season and like like we've said in previous shows like we've said in previous shows it is that august and september window that makes or break your makes or breaks your season for playoffs and if the in the team right now is as strong as they have been in the past in those two months we'll be fine but let's get on with it we'll show you our evidence We'll have a nice little catharsis um, show tonight. Hopefully, you get a nice nice catharsis listen. And we're going to start off with um, player transactions. The number one transaction is the outgoing transaction, which is very interesting. Eric Hurtado was originally signed by San Antonio FC on a 25-day contract. And San Antonio FC has turned that 25-day contract into a nice $10,000 transfer from DC United. So... Eric Hurtado, MLS veteran, 32-year-old uh, striker, played a couple games for us. Got uh, Two
1: games, a, 60 a, minutes, a, 59 minutes.
0: About 50, yeah, about 60 minutes exactly. Um, looked okay, but just didn't quite get the system. The system for SAFC, the nine comes back a lot as a false nine, but also needs to be able to charge and um, kind of be a holding mm-hmm. forward. Hurtado just didn't quite get in that rhythm. 60 minutes is not a lot of time in the grand scheme of things for soccer. So good luck in DC, Eric. Um, I'm sure a lot of San Antonio FC fans are going to follow you out there and, and we'll, and we'll be watching, we'll be supporting you. Um, but at the same time, a really good bit of business from SAFC to get, uh, 10 K for out of a 25 day contract. Um, Rafa, uh, how do you, uh, how do you feel about that? Eric Hurtado. Um, uh, transfer.
2: Um, we couldn't ask for 25k. I mean, <laughs> if, 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 if Wayne Rooney was Wayne Rooney's desperate for a Ford, so uh,
1: <laughs> um, as a cup of coffee.
0: I, yeah, I, I'd i say it's a little bit more than a cup of coffee, but at the same time, I mean, I'm sure you'll find Hurtado San Antonio FC jerseys out there, so. Wouldn't he be surprised or you may see one in the wild, but um go ahead, Rafa. You finish yeah. your thought.
2: I mean, we like I said, he didn't really have much time to, you know, kind of gel with us. So we don't know what the long term, maybe he, he ends up, you know, really, you know, doing a lot of things for us, you know, while especially with Dylan out and so forth. Uh, But he just, we don't know. We'll see. Like, like I said, good luck to him at DC United, you know. I think his his goal is try to get back to MLS, you know, and using, you know, like I said, it just shows San Antonio is a good stomping ground to get to either MLS or get to Europe. So we do have a good system to developing players or getting you there. So, but like I said, good luck to him. And like I said, I wish it a little bit more than 10K. Maybe we'll see what they use with that 10K. <laughs> uh, maybe, Dude, sir, the better stars on got- the jersey. <laughs>
1: The fact they got ten thousand dollars is amazing to me because he was on a twenty-five-day contract. Yeah,
0: that. that that's the big thing. If he was on a year-long contract and they did sign him permanently, then There'd yeah, you more. would you would want something a bit more. But it was a 25-day contract that he was already two weeks into halfway three,
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. So to get ten thousand dollars from that, uh, thank you, uh, DC United. And you take that money and you run, because that's gonna definitely go towards. Um, operation costs or, or or the wage bill. I'm sure the wage bill is, is I don't want to covered
1: it. him being here for two weeks. Uh-huh.
0: Could have been that could have, that could have been, that could have been it. Hey, we'll give you $10,000 for 25 days. Let's see what you got. That could have been it. You're right. I don't know what it says in the USLCBA, but could have damn well been it. You're right. So, but to me,
1: I, for me personally, with some of the discussions on social media, I think it's a little bit harsh that you know people are saying he didn't fit into the system. He's had two matches where he got 30 minutes each, late against Louisville City and against um, um, uh, Phoenix Rising. Yeah, Phoenix. Well, uh, it's it's not like he was going you know against RGV or you know the, the likes of that. So I, I just, to me, I would have liked to see what he can do. I understand now why they moved him out and, you know, possibly why on the next one here, the rumor meal for this show, uh, Kite uh, um his 25-day contract ends May 1st, which is tomorrow. When you go to SA SAFC roster, uh, he is not listed on there. Um, so I don't know if that's a sign, oversight, or what, but, you know, he, he's not listed there. Uh, he was on the injury report, which we'll go to a little bit later, but. I personally have a hard time seeing seeing him on the roster going forward, unfortunately.
0: I will say with the Hurtado transfer, his chances are a lot higher of sticking with the team, especially when we know the injury history, knock on wood for SAFC. Um, Yeah, yeah. Uh, (laughs) Coach Cano brings up a really good point that I have thought about a lot um, every time I roll up to Toyota Field, uh, the big flag they have there uh, high above uh, Morgan's Wonderland, still don't have a star above the crest. So maybe they can get a new flag or just add a big old star <laughs> under that one. So it's a very good point. But I think the Eric Hurtado transfer really helps out Kai Karenyak possibly to stick around. Um, no. As we know, no. um, hold on. As we know, uh, SAFC will make an announcement 27 days through a 25 day contract that, <laughs> Hey, we, we signed them permanently. So they have a history of not really being the quickest on the draw for transfer announcements, but, but, um, <coughs> but let's see. I here's mean, the, who, here, here's okay, the difference
1: ahead. on that though. And, 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 you know, you can talk about opportunity, not having opportunities compared to, um, uh, uh and Bailey, they had opportunities they they showed that they they can play unfortunately and i think we've seen it with some of the frustrations and i think we've seen it also with some of the moves that they brought into which we'll get into next that coach marcina is not happy with the forwards there, there's for whatever reason and and i know we're going to get into it a little bit later that and and you know you listen to aaron you listen to steven you listen to um, Chris. There's, and, and we're going to get into it later. There's frustration on, on on the on on the finishing side, whether that's you know to the forwards or to the midfielders. The how, how the system's working, that that I don't know. But to me, I, I, like I like Kai. I thought he would have been a good addition, but unlike the other two, he has not got an opportunity. So.
0: I mean, he got he's gotten more combined time on the field than Eric Hurtado, to be fair. Um, and, and Hurtado's the, gone. And Hurtado's gone. And the time that Kai Kareniak has been on the field, he's had, what, three shots, um, one on goal, and it was right at the keeper. And, the, and he's had three really good chances, and he didn't put them away. He had one, a little tight angle from Nashville that he basically turned into a cross instead of a finish. Um, he had a pretty good open chance on the box against Phoenix that he put into the street over the bunker. And then uh, he had another one where it was a wide open, uh, a header down from Nacho right to his feet. And he had a wide open net. And instead, he kicked it right to the goalkeeper. So and that's
1: what we're all doing so that's that's, that, that's a system of safc right
0: now it's par for the course but at the same time what marcina really wants to see is he wants to see these forwards really take take the chance this is your chance solidify show me what you have put the ball in the net and show me show me you deserve those minutes and nobody's really stepping up to do the only person that i see who's really worked hard um not to say all the guys haven't worked hard, but the guy that I really think has really shown uh, what he has and what he has to offer in that role is Bailona. I think Nacho has been really good. Um, he's challenged the center backs for headers. He's won headers. He's provided quality service for whatever forward he's playing with at that time, which he d- he hasn't had a consistent partner. Um, That's the guy that I think is really – really shown something, uh, but at the same time, he hasn't, he hasn't been able to put the ball in the net because that hasn't been his job. His job is looking toward, looking with his back to the goal, looking toward his own goal, taking goal kicks from Jordan and providing service going one way or the other and the other boards that are coming up really haven't done much. So, uh, so, um, yeah, no, let's, let's go on to the next segment, the segment we're going to talk about uh, it's going to be the, uh, the,
1: um, new players
0: transfer. Yeah. The transfers in, we're done with the transfers out, the possible transfer out. Now let's talk about the new players in. So we have a couple loans from, um, we got three from loans it, from MLS. Oh, three. That's right. One, see one, I, one should have been a permanent signing in the, in the off season. <laughs> so, yeah, so let's go through it, uh, we bring in uh, Rita Zuhir from uh, CF Montreal, which they just changed their name. They were the Impact. I didn't realize that. That's yes. Sure. Why not? Um, I thought the Montreal Impact was a much cooler name than CF Montreal. And then
1: don't talk about the badge. The badge is, you know, the badge is a three year old discussion and they should be rebranding soon. But you no, know, uh Rafa and I saw some video on him when he was announced here. Then, then uh, he's then, a yeah, defensive midfielder. Yeah.
0: You two go ahead and talk about uh Mr. Zuheer there for a little bit.
1: Go ahead, Rafa. Your, your scouting report on what we saw.
2: I saw, I saw a lot of good things with, with, with Zuheer. Uh, young, you know, because he's already played a few games already with Montreal this this season
1: 19,
2: yeah. Uh, yeah, 19. And uh, he's he really was always at the right place as far as ball, with the you know where the ball's at. Great defender. Uh, similarities to like Abu and to, and to PC, but like I said, just a lot younger, a little faster, good passing. Uh, he's he's a, basically like your, your kind of your Jordy Dillon from last year when we brought him in to, when we had a couple of little injuries in that area. So he's, he's a good insurance policy to have, especially we don't, you know, as far as the nature of a PC's injury, it's, it's a good player to have, you know, especially, but also with Mo. If we're start, are starting to start to kind of limit his minutes to a bit because I think eventually we're going to need Mo and PC at the crunch time, like you mentioned, Royce in August, September. So this is this guy, this guy can do a lot of the dirty work during the this early part of the, you know this this part of the season. So I'm glad to have him, and he's gonna he's gonna be a good not not a goal scorer, but the thing is, hey, it's, he's gonna do a lot of the dirty work in the in front of the defense.
1: Next will be uh, The Return of a King. Um, I believe this is the one both of you want to take.
0: Uh, Rafa Fireway, man.
2: Uh, I I think this is inedible. I think he was going to come back, especially since St. Louis wasn't really... I mean, they're hitting all cylinders, and I I thought he'd be an important piece to their puzzle, but I guess they decided, you know what, let's give him some playing time, because you never know. They could always call him back, maybe in the playoffs. Hopefully that doesn't happen because we, but it's great to have him back. You know, what can you say? Like he had a, ever since we've got, we got him last year, he's been a a dynamite player. He's an impact player. He, he attracts attention, which frees up, you know, it freed up a lot, especially like Crisanti and, and Nacho, even Dylan on the plays. And, and now hopefully this will be the same thing with Pirano. So I'm glad we have him back and, and it's I think fans are gonna get a little bit of patience with him because, like I said, he hasn't been on the pitch too so much. So give him some time, and he's gonna. But once he gets that first go here with SAFC, it's it's gonna. He's he's gonna start rolling. He's gonna get in a rhythm, and you you saw the end result what he did last, this past year.
0: Yeah, one hundred percent. It's exciting to have him back. I you know everyone's excited. Um, I'm sure he's excited to be back. He looked pretty darn happy and and kind of picked up where he left off um being you know he looked he looked like old sam just just had that angry face angry look on his face and was just put his head down and got to work um the minute he was here so love to see that um rita i've seen a lot of uh comparisons to like a like you said like a uh like a jordy DeLim or like a young pc so and he's what 19 he's a young kid 19 um yeah, real young having Sam back is great uh and that's definitely going to help with some cover in midfield um kind of as we've talked whenever the back line gets uh healthy whenever Manley gets back whenever Tainer gets back uh that's going to probably push uh Maloney either out to a wing or into midfield and We're going to get to that in a second here. Right, right. And obviously, we have PC and uh, a boo in the midfield, and PC's injured right now. So, that read is really going to help cover a, a position of need right now through injury. Um, Sam is back, which is great. And that's really going to help out with, um, you know, Coach Marcina's, um, well, his. Uh, dissatisfaction with the current form of Fords let's say that so that's definitely going to help uh, that situation out and uh, along with the Fords uh, we brought in another Ford Tani Uluise, um from a Minnesota United and I do want to say as a reminder as we've seen with Michael Edwards I don't know if anybody even remembers that Michael Edwards was technically a part of the SAFC team all of these players can be called back at any time for any reason by their MLS parent club. So keep that in mind, grain of salt. Um, but we do add Tanny. Uh, Tanny, from what I've heard, is um, fast as crap. So he's basically a just a speedster, a speed demon that's going to get forward. Um, he's going to be very much like Kamarni. Uh, from what I've heard, Kamarni really likes to go toward goal. Tanny really likes to go toward the end line and cross it back, which I think could really help out uh, to space out uh, the defense. Because what we've had lately in this little scoring drought that SAFC has been going through, they want to go super direct. Everybody's going toward the goal. We don't get a lot of crosses in to either Bailone or now we have a dinner in. We haven't seen a lot of just go to the inline and cross it back. We haven't seen a lot of that. Uh, In this past game in Vegas, we kind of did. We'll go through that in a little bit. But that's something that I haven't seen. We haven't really spread out the defense. We haven't utilized the wings. We keep going directly toward the goal. So all the defense has to do is stack all their players right there in the box, and they can pretty much um, intercept the ball from there. But Tanny, uh, we'll see when he gets a little more acclimated with the team. And I want to see – I want to see this crossing because all I've heard from him is speed and crossing ability. So we'll see where that goes. Uh, Harry and Rafa, what are your thoughts on, uh, uh, I guess on all three of the signings uh, just as a whole, what does it show you? um, And do you think they should have looked elsewhere for other signings?
1: My concern, like I understand bringing back big Sam. I understand that. Um, Tanny and Rita, um, to me and and this might be something when, when we get to the drawing board here in, in a second here is having too much depth possibly a bad thing because that's a lot of egos in the locker room when you're bringing in a lot of a lot of high caliber players um you know along those lines here i know man city gets away with it we're not man city um for it here but To me, that's that's my only concern, and I know uh, Coach Marcina likes to see competition, but I'm wondering if having all this talent here, where players aren't necessarily comfortable in their roles, if that's part of you know, and we'll talk about it later, but if that's possibly part of it here, so to me, you know, Tanny and um, what's 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 his name, Rita. No no no. Sai um, Kamarni, Kermar- Smith. Yeah, Kamarni. To me to me isn't that the role that Kamarni was supposed to be filling?
0: No. I, I don't think so.
1: Cuz they're both center forwards according to what the positions that they play.
0: So so I th- oh, there's a couple things about Taney. I think the number one thing the number one thing is is what he provides the speed, player yeah. the player wise. Number 2, you have to remember he is Canadian. He's a Canadian uh, international. Who else is a Canadian international? Anybody? Right. Alan Marcina. Alan Marcina is Canadian as well. So I think that has a little bit to do with it. To be honest with you, in um, that you know, and he's raw too. He it. is wrong. exactly. You. Exactly. Last year
1: he graduated from uh, Saint John's. Was drafted mm-hmm. by Minnesota United. Uh, Minnesota United. The reason why he's here is to try to fight and get minutes. Um, because this is a higher level than than MLS next pro. So next, we know next, why he's here. The question is, can he fit can he break into break into the lineups?
0: And so this is this is what I want to see. This is the interesting thing. Um and what I think this really sets up for is a more um more diverse attack, and I think that's kind of what Marcina and, and his coaching staff are really really want to see what they can do with. Um that's kind of why I say Kai probably stays because they're trying to come, you know, they're trying to come up with answers, trying to come up with new schemes. Everybody's seen the Marcina project for two years, and it's, it's nearly the exact same thing that they've been doing for two years. Uh, some people are, like I said, some people understand how to play against it. You stack your back line right there in the box, probably going to have some success. Um, so they're trying to change, and, and a big thing that we're missing, and this is a thing that we'll, we'll go over later, what we're really missing um we'll come back to this page. Um we'll come back to this page after we're done talking about the game results because I want to okay. talk about all three of us are gonna have a discussion of what do we think is missing and what do we think are the slight changes um uh, that Marcina may need to look at to really improve things. Um, and I think with the signings that we've seen, we're on the right track um as far as what they want to slightly switch up and what we're missing and i think the biggest important thing is what we're missing and that may take care of itself or we, may, we may need to look elsewhere for that so stay tuned um we're going to talk about the two game results bring that transfer music up a little bit and uh, we'll be right back And we're back and we're going to talk about um the game against Nashville first, the US Open Cup match in the third round that we had in Nashville unfortunately. Oh, still yeah, you I still right. I, I still think that game well, I'll, I'll 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 list them off. There you go. I got them here. Um, unfortunately um this game wasn't in in town. I think the US Open Cup needs to change a few things. Number one is pay for some decent broadcast. Good god, that was horrid. And number two, I think the lower level should host or the lower seed should host. I think that's what it should be. So if it goes up, um, you know, if it's an MLS team versus MLS team, have the team with the lower seed hosting um, or, or the lower ranking in the, in the MLS standings host. If it's, you know, USL championship against uh, USL League One, let the League One team host. I think that's how it should be throughout the Open Cup um just to give those teams exposure give them a little bit of excitement if you really want to build um homegrown soccer you really want to build local soccer you want to get butts in the seats get an mls team to a league one or a league two team that's that's being successful and going through this tournament that's how you do it that's pretty simple you get all those butts in seats in those lower leagues they get all that money hey guess what u.s soccer has a bunch more money than they would have had in general so other than you put a league one team in an MLS stadium, not a lot of people are going to be there or you put a USL championship team in an MLS stadium. How many people were at that national game? 2,000, 5,000, maybe. So you put that game uh, they said in
1: 54, 54,
0: 50, There you go. 5,400. You put that game in San Antonio to sell out. You got 8,000. So that's, I'm going to get off my, um, uh, my soapbox there. That's just one of my things that I thought, but um, let's go through the injuries injuries um, for SAFC before the Nashville um, game that were reported is uh, Dylan's out with the lower body injury. Tanner's still out with the lower body injury. PC still out with the lower body injury and Ozokar unfortunately still with the personal issue. Um, so those three were, or I guess those four are unavailable three through injury um, and the starting lineup. Um, was Koreniak and Bailone kind of as a, a striker pair, which is interesting to see. The midfield had Kamarni Smith. Um, you had Loera start and Jacory uh, in the six spot, where you normally see um, you don't normally see Abu there. Um, left wing back was Bailey starting. Right wing back was Gomez, uh, and then you had Batista, Garcia, and a surprise start for Roman Holt, and then far in the net. Um thoughts on this lineup, Rafa, and I'll go to you, Harry, in a little bit. Rafa, thoughts on the lineup.
2: The surprise is Roman Holt starting. Yeah. <laughs> that, you know, going against an MLS caliber team. But I mean, yeah, you want to test your academy players. Uh, yeah. but I don't know if this was the right place, right time, but well, it is what it is. I guess because he's a more senior as far as of the academy players, so they wanted to see a try. But like I said you're it's it's a cup game they knew they had a game on Saturday so you were kind of kind of mix it up here so let's see what some of the your best players can do like especially on this type of level of play uh, I don't think we we're gonna it was gonna be totally different where we we're gonna start on this past Saturday so so you know it's a good mix and so, like I said it's it is what it is as far as with this this lineup
0: I think there are a couple of thoughts to that. I agree with you. I completely agree with you. I think there are a couple of thoughts on it. Number one, uh, very obviously, Connor Maloney finally gets a break for a little bit in this game, mm. and I think that was the big thing why Roman Holt started there. That's normally the position that uh, mm, no, no, Maloney's no, no. been starting. Uh-uh.
1: So I'm going to push back on you guys. That okay, it was a surprise that Holt started. Okay, he earned, to me. He earned that spot. Oh, absolutely. Based on based I'm on not, the first yeah. round. I'm not. So I'm not.
0: I'm not saying no, he no. didn't earn it. I'm not saying he didn't earn it, but I think uh, because in that match, he played center-center back. So if you were to say he was in the same position, he would have been center-center back uh, in between Garcia and Bautista, but he wasn't. He was up uh, kind of on the right in a on different right position. Right. He was in a different position, and this is what I'm saying. They were trying to give Maloney a rest.
1: But it wasn't Maloney. And,
0: hold on. That, that's who it's that's who.
1: It's Manley because no.
0: Manley subbed in for Holt. Le- no, no, we didn't. Maloney came in. Maloney. Yeah, came Maloney in
1: came
0: Holt. in. Manley, Manley mm-hmm. came in way later.
2: Yeah, yeah, Manley uh, came later, but yeah. Maloney came in for Holt. Maloney
0: came in but, for Holt because that's been his it, position. And yeah. and what what happened? What happened was Holt's normally in that Garcia position where he doesn't do a lot of movement. It's right there. You stay around the box. And when a ball comes in, you clear it. Like it's a very clear thing. That's oh, yeah. in the game against, what? um, against Leon. Mm-hmm. And that's, and that's what, uh, he's used basically, to using that he was center center ba- back.
2: A, a sweeper.
0: But he basically had to be kind of a right back and he was, yeah. he wasn't quick enough. He, he was always at a position, Trying to be in that position. He had one slide tackle that he could have got easily yellow or red on. Yes. Um, and luckily he missed. And that's kind of when Marcina was like, okay, like he's out of position, he's not familiar with the position. Let's protect the kid. Let's get him off. Maloney, you got like 20 minutes of rest. We need you, Bubba. So Maloney subbed in for Holt. You're that, right. In the Manley. 33rd minute. That's right. right. He came in earlier. Right. So Manley did. Um get some he did get some time in this game um the big issues that we had in this match is Karenyan came off at half Karenyan had a couple shots should have converted one of them for sure but Karenyan comes off I believe at the half and apparently with yes. an upper body injury and Loera also looked like he may have separated well, remember he later. got laid
1: out right before right at the, the, oh, you're Blue, the right
0: wrestling. you're right he, he got, got laid out he got big brother well he got what should have been a yellow card. That's correct. No, he got hit. For, you're right. He did get hit from behind pretty bad. Speaking of hits from behind, we'll go through that later because there's a theme this week of FCFC of players getting run through like they're, like they're American football players anyway. So, Karini came off with an injury. Laware came off with a shoulder injury. Um, and we ended up losing this match. Uh, well, let's we'll skip the like highlight. I have a... Uh, we'll there, skip the highlights One highlight. Okay, go ahead. Fire away. Oh shoot. Uh, hold on second. <laughs> I had it all Uh-oh. queued up.
1: What happened?
2: This 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 was a winnable game for us. Uh, I think we showed some aggressiveness in the beginning and I saw, we saw some good things, you know, and and I think we that show kind of was panicking a bit. That's
0: open. right. Uh, on on this on this game, I I agree that this game was definitely winnable for S A F C. If we would have gone, if they, I guess, if the script would have gone, what we mm-hmm. had a lot last year, where we score early first and then we defend, we definitely could have seen this one out for sure. Um, the goal that they scored, um, go getting cute up here, right? Gomez kind of gets caught fall uh, gets caught asleep. Uh, Gets caught unaware, kind of a lazy jog back. And instead of uh, passing the ball back to Jordan, tries to keep it. Once again, this is a pattern. We'll see this in the next match. Just a loss of focus, loss of game speed, loss of awareness. Ball gets taken off of him, cross goal. So, and it was completely unavoidable. Gomez is 100% at fault for it. And um, it's just a lapse in concentration. It happens. Um, And unfortunately, it happened here. Um, we did, like I said, we did have a couple clear chances on goal. Unfortunately, we ran into a very familiar face. Um, The former Austin FC goalkeeper, uh Panico, is the apparently backup. No, Austin Bold. I'm sorry. Austin Bold. Excuse me. You're right. Uh, RIP Austin Bold. Um, Their former goalkeeper who we ran into a lot, and he goalied us a few times where we'd outshoot them a lot. Um unfortunately yeah freaking panico uh but um yeah that's kind of what happened in that match uh we had our chances we just you know as a microcosm of what safc is going through right now we uh we didn't finish and that's it if we put our chances away
1: here, here we, we go. This there. should be the.
0: And their lineup wasn't the strongest, but they did bring uh, Burnberry and they did bring in a, a few of their MLS vets in. And when they brought him in, this is pretty much what happened. But right here. Uh, no, it's still uh, not, it. not it. That's not it. Nope. 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 Right there. Here we go. Yeah. You're good. So here's the Passover. Maloney's he lets with up them. right there. And that's, yeah. Maloney lets up, yeah, and he's wide open out there on the side. Maloney kind of slows down because he's like, "Oh, Shannon's there. Shannon's going to play the ball. Shannon never plays the ball. He slows up too much. Ball gets taken off his foot, crossing the uh, what's his name Two and
1: they pull to San Antonio. So,
0: yeah, you could—that's what that. we do. You could say that we caught someone on un- unaware and cross goal, very direct, um, but very simple. Shannon should have done with it. He didn't do anything. He gets run by, uh as I tweeted, Fafa Picole. Fafa Picole was on the field for um, Fort Lauderdale Strikers when Marcino won his first league championship with the San Antonio Scorpions in 2014. So, interesting little that, fact there. Uh, amazing that he's still playing nine years later. So, he's had a pretty good, that, pretty good little career for himself.
1: And that video is by uh, BR uh, Br Sports, YouTube, uh, and Nashville, and San Antonio FC. We'll just cover everybody uh, for that here. So,
0: so that, um, but, unfortunately, but that Did it was... bother
1: you that they lost, though? It didn't bother me. I don't like to lose, but...
0: It was a winnable game. It didn't game. upset me that they lost. Right. there there's there's three things that I feel about this it was a winnable game yes it would have put a little bit of added added games uh for sure which is you know we are increasing the squad we would have seen a lot of the newer players so I think it would have been I think it would have been nice because we could have got a lot of the newer players to get some time in the system to get some experience in the system I think it would have helped a little bit at the same time, if we would have been on the road again, it would have been kind of a, a, a butt whipping. You know where especially... we would have
1: gone? We would we would have been going up to Austin. There's probably there's no doubt in my mind that okay that, that the envelopes would have been greased.
0: <laughs> okay. Bold, bold statement, Harry Austin. Uh, Dr. 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 Harry Dr.
1: Austin. Dr. Harry is not Dr. Harry on that one, but yeah, the, that's one. that's where um you know that that's back to conspiracy Harry there, but
0: I think it would have been nice to 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 win at the same time Nashville brought in their MLS vets and they are one of the better teams in the league in, in MLS this season. So they kind of did what they'll do at the same rate. It was really a lapse of concentration that did us in. Um, it was completely unavoidable. And and I think we should it should have at least gone to extra time or PKs, but at the same time it's good that we avoided that extra 30 minutes of uh, field time for everybody's legs, uh, especially because we had most of our starters out um, toward the end of that match. And the third thing that I want to talk about, and it's the most unfortunate part. We did have those couple injuries in the match, and that's the number one thing you want to avoid in these kind of extra matches, right. uh, the cut yeah. matches. And we had Loera out. Who's a, a big member of the midfield. And he looked really good in this match until he got shoved over and I, it kind of looked like he separated a shoulder, which hopefully it's just a mild one. You pop it back, or, you know, you just, he just had a little stinger. Hopefully that's okay. Um, and Korinnik, like we said, got, got run into. To, to, uh, I think it was just a foul called, um, which m- maybe should have been a little more than that, but, <laughs> um, but at the same rate, it is what it is. Um, here, it, here's my it, thinking of it. Nashville.
1: Yeah. If San Antonio FC really wanted to go for it, they would have started their number one lineup. Yeah. How they, how they did, how they started. Cause when you're playing an MLS team, you want to get on the board early, especially away. Yeah. You want, you want to, you want to get, you want, you get that goal early and they had opportunities to all fairness. They had opportunities to get it. They did, you know, just like the last four games, five games, they haven't been able to do it, but how coach Marcina set up the team You know, what you know, if it was close, he was gonna bring in, you know, you know, the the starters along those lines. To me, if he really wanted to push it and, and go for it, you bring those starters you bring those starters in at the beginning of the game, in in my opinion.
0: Yeah. I mean, what am I gonna tell you? That's that's pretty much how that goes. So um we'll be right back. We're gonna discuss uh this past Saturday's match. Uh I love the chase of
1: the hunt and I set the pace when I'm running. I always take what I want, and I always
0: give it one hundred. Don't need a bank, no funded Play the game like it's nothing. I'm always thankful for something. Don't take for granted, stay humble. Now wake up. It's time to look at the
1: enemy. Look in the mirror where he is no friend of me. It's not
0: all right. And we're back. And we're gonna discuss the I guess this past Saturday, well, yesterday, good Lord, that was last night. Oh my God. <laughs> it feels like it was a week ago we we discuss uh, last night's game against uh, Vegas. Um, of course, we have to start out with the typical SAFC um, tradition, the injury report. A thing we know and hate. Uh, once again, uh, kind of repeating from the Nashville um, match, Tanner's still out. Dylan's still out. PC's still out. Uh, we all know they have lower body injuries. Added to it as discussed just now in the Nashville match, Loer and Kai Kariniak both with upper body injuries, and Juan Carlos is still out with a personal issue. So, pretty hefty, uh, pretty hefty injury report there. We have uh, uh, six guys unavailable, so not ideal. Uh, but luckily, we have made those signings that we've discussed uh, earlier. Um, another guy that. Another guy we got on loan that I haven't discussed yet, but Isaiah Parker um, is obviously oh, yeah, in on loan from MLS. One. So, so I mean, we got Isaiah. We have uh, Zuhir. We have um, I'm sorry, Parker, Zuhir, Adenaran, and Olawasi uh, here on uh, on loan. So that's a pretty strong uh, little loan lineup there. Uh, should have Edmund. So here isn't
1: here but- yet. Uh, because he's okay. coming from Canada, so uh, I think that's the reason why he hasn't appeared mm-hmm. on anywheres. He, um, got, I know that the,
0: the yeah. he's got to load up on lineups 15 first. Yeah,
1: <laughs> this this lineups a little bit hard to read uh, with here, but uh, the subs for this one here were Mercado, Manley, Gomez, Hayes, uh, Maloney, Kamarny, Smith, and Tani. Uh, and so the starting lineup looked uh, looked like this. Rafa, you want to go over the starting lineup or Royce, uh, whoever.
2: Fire away, Rafa. So I think the it speaks for itself. That that lineup, you know, we're we're gonna have a run start. Paramount with Nico. That's like those are our two strongest forwards, uh, Pirano and Hernandez. Like I said, you bringing in Hernandez in from you got you got to you got to see what you have with those two out there. Abu, like I said, your natural leader there for the Holy mid. Uh, then you have on your wings, like I said, you got um, trying to sit with Parker. You know you got to give him minutes coming from FC Dallas, and then um also then ba- Bailey. What can you say about Bailey? He's been he- he's, he's been the it. surprise of the year. He's he's earned it. He's, he's I think he's probably the steal of the USL as far as him and Batista. I think we found two quality players. You know, kudos to the recruit the the scouting department there at SAFC because. They're gonna pay dividends and towards the end. And then like I said, you have Garcia and then also Manley there to finish the roundup the, the back three. And then you have, like I said, far. So good strong lineup. Like I said, especially now we have two quality Fords going trying to get some to get some goals in and get it going.
1: So my thoughts on it, and I expressed this to you. I was a little surprised a boo is in there over um Hayes. I would have liked to, uh, I would have liked to see Hayes in there. um, I, I, You know, but I understand Abu. Uh, and, you know, my question is once we get done with this is how, do, how do you fit the puzzle together? <laughs> Cause um, assuming Tanner comes back healthy and he mentioned that he's coming back soon, Manly's already coming back and we know he can play where Maloney does, you know, where, where are you, where are you putting these pieces? That, that, that's, that, that's, That's the puzzle piece that we need to go over. Harry,
0: Harry, this is a good problem to have. If you're gonna have this issue, buddy, you're fine, but we'll go we'll go through it. Um what's like with the injuries
2: last year, right? Remember we had the injuries last year. I I think you know having that that deep ditch is gonna pay dividends, and then also it's all about matchups because some players match up better with other teams and so forth, and I think that's when Marcina's kind of I think he learned from last year is if we're going to put the right people where we can exploit, but even though like we're not scoring right now, but defensively and, um, and midfield wise, we're deep and we're stacked there and we're not giving up tons of goals. I don't think we've given up more than two goals. So it just shows that, you know, we're, we have, we're stacking up something towards for to that push towards the end. So
0: yeah I don't think we've given up more than one goal this season in any game, no, have we? I don't think it, so. And you even think of one? I think it's just been either one one or one nothing games, uh one or the other. so uh except for the first game, which was three to one. but yeah, um, I think that's kind of how that's gone, and I think that's very accurate that um that this is gonna help with with matchups for sure. um, and if you look at how Colorado, played um sacramento which gave them their first loss of the season um there's a lot of there's a lot of things that um who lost a a lot of sacramento sacramento
1: hasn't lost
0: they lost the colorado
1: no they drew uh fc tulsa Colorado beat Charleston. Oh, Charleston. That's right. You're right. I got that
0: wrong. Mm A little wishful thinking there. A little wishful thinking. (laughs) Uh, No, you're right. But uh, still, um, that's a big draw for Tulsa. Tulsa's not that good. Um, And that's a big result for them. Um, And at the same rate, um, for Charleston to lose to Colorado, that's an awful result for them. Yeah, that's an awful result for them. They're supposed to be uh, one of the league leaders. But once again, it's the... uh, uh usl championship least so least in the east um so we've we've kind of seen that before yes louisville beat us but hey what are you gonna do about that uh but in this match if we wanted if we want to go the highlights um there were a couple highlights there's a couple interesting moments in this one um we'll start with the pk that uh starts out if you're watching live you get to watch the highlights if not you unfortunately get to listen to me talk about them uh, toward the beginning of the game, I believe it was, uh, I mean, I was there. I can't recite the minute, but maybe it was the fourth minute, six minute, somewhere on there. Very close Seventh to the beginning. Seventh minute. Seventh minute. There you no, go. No, first
1: shot is first one, minute. But well, minute number two. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah, the first shot. But but what I wanted to talk about, and, and it's a thing that we definitely um, – we definitely. Yeah, the
1: – yes, here, coming up here in a second here.
0: Right. But the thing that next I want to – The thing that I definitely want to talk about was – yeah. Yeah, it's a fourth Luka minute Stolfer for sure.
1: It's right here. So
0: what I want to talk game about, pause real quick. What, what I definitely wanted to talk about was um, how I like this lineup for what the potential could have been and what it should have been right here. This is what this lineup is, is supposed to be. It is supposed to be Hernandez and PC picking a side and wreaking havoc, and that's exactly what they did. They picked that right side or the left side of Vegas and they completely picked it apart. They were doing PC one and two. or Pirano. Per, I'm Pirano. sorry, per, oh. Pirano and Hernandez is who I'm trying to talk okay. about. So, yeah, they were doing I guess that would be CP, not PC. How about that? Yes, uh, but they were doing a lot of ones and twos over there, a lot of tricks, a lot of back heel passes to themselves, wreaking havoc, getting crosses in. The only issue is that uh, Nico just hasn't had enough time back uh, with them. And he, he had another couple of those moves where he took a couple too many touches. Um the cross has never made their way to Bylone because Vegas has some super tall center backs, so we'll say that yeah. their center backs are super tall. Um, so we just didn't so have the that. The whole
1: Vegas lineup was tall,
0: right? But we we had a lot of really good chances that were created mm-hmm. by Hernandez and PC or Hernandez and Pirano wreaking havoc there on the right side, uh, yes. including this penalty kick, which We'll get to it should have been converted. Um, you can go and play the highlights and I'll talk over them. Uh, basically what we had here is Hernandez get pushed from behind. Hernandez he takes here, it, defender, or was that? Oh, I guess it was, back, it was Nico. It was Nico that gets pushed behind. Out, I, him, so not full disclosure, I was getting my wife Margarita when this happens. So I barely more. got to see it uh, over the railing.
2: So, the
0: yeah, Nico got fouled. I thought it was Hernandez. Hernandez gets the penalty kick. The first one that he takes his here, name? he's going to shoot to the right, his ready. right. Goalie's left. Hernandez. Goalie comes off his line pretty darn early on it. So, he came off his line. He came off his line.
1: Well, it depends on the rule. And this is. So one rule says that he got to be on the line. And we, you know, Rafa's video clearly shows that he had a foot off of it, but he still had one foot on. So these are the new rules.
0: These are the new rules. The The new rules that IFAB has implemented are there's no, what is it? Harassment of the player or anything like that. You have to have both feet on the line while the penalty. A lot of it is to try to get. The score, the most possible chance to right. score in this moment, and they really have cut cut down a lot of the advantages that the goalkeeper can have. That one foot off the line. Hey, that's it. That's that's what needs to happen. Those are the new IFAB rules. So on this then one, he gets a retake. He gets a retake, and he gets in his own head, he decides to go to the other side, and it's an even worse penalty on the other side because it's it's in the middle, it's up in the middle. It's a horrible penalty. horrible so, two, two, two really bad that's penalties from Hernandez. from Hernandez. What I will say about this, and, and the thing that I kept thinking, that's just the, game this
2: early
0: on here the, the thing days. that I kept thinking is two things. Two things. Hernandez needs to follow up his shot. He needs to get used to running up and following up his shot. That's the number one thing you need to do. He kicked it, he stopped, watch for the rebound, and then you try to go get it. You follow your shot. But anyway. The big thing that I'm going to say is that Hernandez has not had a lot of playing time since he left Michelin. He didn't get a lot of playing time. He played for them in the, at the, um, I guess in the beginning of the season for their calendar. So that's like August through pretty much the world cup and then didn't see any time. So he really hasn't played any games. He hasn't had any game action since pretty much the world cup. So that's nearly six months ago. He hasn't played in a match. So this is his first one. um, the nerves were there. He played with Pirano really well, but he just hasn't had a lot of game time. So, and I think that rust really showed in this one, Rafa, how'd you feel about those two uh, PK tries?
2: I think he just over, he overthinked those two PKs, but one issue I'm going to, I'm going to bring up prior to the PK, you know, we see Pirano and him fighting over for the ball. Who's going to take the kick, which was the same case. It was last week. Um, And against Phoenix, I I think Marcina needs to address this and select who's going to be the official PK taker. I don't know, last year it was Santi and then backing him up was Tanner. Since Tanner is out, you know, he's got to accept, he's got to make a, he's got to tell the players, hey, this is who's going to take it. And that's that. And then this is the backup who's going to take it and so forth. And That needs, you know, to see that on the field. I think that also, I think, messed up, messed up the penalty kick too, because, you know, that little, that little friction, just, you know, kind also kind of got into
1: Mardanis. It it was noticeable to where Maloney had to come back from the back, come up and tell the guys to cut it out. And they had that on the first one, and then after he missed, there was the discussion again. Now, to be fair. Um, and this isn't this isn't being given a lot of, of credit on here. Both Pirano and Jorge, you know, did a hug and smiled, and you know, along those lines. But to me, I I think part of this feeds into the frustration. Not only that we're seeing it on the field, but we're seeing it also. We're seeing that which is causing frustration in the stands and on social media as well. Um, they're they're seeing, you know, uh, you know let against Phoenix, it was Nacho and it was Pirano. Um, And, you know, I I think both of them wanted, wanted to score. Um, Obviously, you know, Jorge's looking to get on the board uh, for her make a first impression. Pirano is also trying to make an impression, but it's, it's not a good look. And, And to me, that goes to the coaching staff on not having clear orders of who's supposed to be taking, taking the, Taking the, the penalty kicks and having it understood by
0: the by the team, and this is where I disagree with both of you wholeheartedly. Um, you see this a lot in a lot of teams where the players will be like, "I created that penalty, I deserve to take it." I'm surprised that Nico didn't take it. But what I I don't think but it's Nico really the, wasn't
1: even up there though.
0: Right, right. I think that's who should have taken it because he's the veteran, but maybe he doesn't take PKs. Well, the thing that will say
2: doesn't take it. You know, Sam, maybe, maybe Sam Madero should take since He's a striker.
0: The Honestly, the person I think should have taken it was Fabian, the, the set piece guy. He should have taken it. But let's, let's go here. Hernandez brand new to the team. He is a multi-year player. He's on a big contract. He's going to be a star whenever he gets, he gets some playing time. He gets some repetitions. We'll see what he has. He has a lot in that bag. And already in this game with his with his interplay with uh, mm-hmm. Pirano, Pirano. It, they're going to be ridiculous together. But let's go through my thought process on this. It is not the coach's job to tell who is the number one penalty taker. It is among the players. And Alan Marcina is playing this right by letting them figure it out. Let them figure out if they succeed and they stay hot, you go with the hot hand. If they fail – And they try and they give it and they give that up themselves. Hey, that's how that's going to go. You need to figure out who is going to take your PKs later in the season. Right now, they're not as important. Later in the season, they'll be vital. You need to figure out organically who that person's going to be. And as a coaching staff, and this is a big thing as a coach, you're not going to back up one candidate. And then that candidate fails three times, and everyone's going to look at you as a coach and and question everything that you're doing because you couldn't pick the right penalty kick taker. So you let it happen organically, and then whenever the team decides it, this is one of those team things that they need to decide. Whenever they decide it, you back up the team's decision, and you go from there. I don't think it's a coaching staff decision at all. I think this is something that needs to work itself out. Yes, it's – you know. It's a difference between you know being in first place at the end of the season and possibly being one of the lower-seeded teams in the playoffs. But at the same time, this is a thing the team needs to figure out. But like I said, Hernandez has not really had any playing time for six months. He'll get it. Those were very rusty penalty kicks. Those were yes, they're on net, but they're right, perfect height for a goalkeeper to save, and not in a corner at all. So. It is what it is, but the team needs to figure out who is going to take it. I think Fabian should take them because I've seen him shoot to the right and to the left, and his foot's pretty accurate. Not necessarily from 30 yards, but from 12, I'm pretty confident that guy can pick a freaking side netting um, if his life depended on it. So that's what I would go with, but the team needs to figure out who's going to take the PKs. Let's continue on with the highlights. They can't tell...
1: Since we're talking about bad things, well, here's another
0: one. Yeah. Batista kind of had a quicksand game in the beginning of this one and then he settled. But this is definitely. You got to get rid of it. Is that that on far? far. Is that on far? No, it's on everybody else. That's who it's on. It's not on far. Far did what he could. He blocks the cross away. Number one, it's on Batista. You got to get rid of that.
1: Jordan tries to
0: get out. Nobody is on um 10 there 10 is um god i can't think of his name but 10 for oh, so i got right? it here 10 is justin ingram there you go no one's on ingram and that's the Preston, problem
1: uh the Torbogaka, former i think he's former ssa eight. yeah number eight that's the one who crossed it right he's the one that got yeah he's the one that crossed it yeah
0: Preston had, a, yeah, he played, he was with us, I think, briefly. during, yeah, briefly, I believe during the COVID um, time, uh, yeah, during uh, 2020, why we didn't get to see him, um, but unfortunately this Batista's got to get rid of it, just a very lazy, bad play from him, and he, well, it almost kind of, looks like
1: a mishit there,
0: though, but he's got to get rid of it, he's got to kick it out. Just kick it on the sideline, let them throw it in and get a reset. But he tries to get a little fancy here, and the ball gets taken from him. So it's just it's it's not good. It's not good on his part at all. Here's and they put it and then Pato shielded
1: Maloney. So,
0: right. So, Pato shields Maloney, which is fine. But Fabian's also out of position. Fabian is in no man's land. He's not on anybody. He's just floating there. So, everybody's in a bad position here. Far does what he can because that cross is going in no matter what. He tries to stop it. It's just out of his reach. It goes right to Ingram. Ingram finishes. So, that's the problem. Everyone's out of position because they think Lamar's going to take care of it. He doesn't take care of it. Everyone's out of position. The same thing happened in Nashville. Gomez. Yeah. Everyone thinks Gomez is going to take care of it, so they're out of position. He loses the ball. Everyone's out of position, and a goal happens. Same thing happened.
1: This excites me. I know we talked about the negative of uh, of um, Jorge. This one excited me a lot, the service
0: on corners. Oh, yeah. No, for sure. It, it was impeccable every time. So, this is what I mean by
1: this. This is what I mean. This
0: he hasn't had any playing time in in six months. So, give the guy some grace, give the guy some time. He's going to be incredible. AJ, you sent me a text
1: saying number eight's not good. He is good. Just calm down, buddy.
0: Get go, get out. My dog is my my dog's being my dog. Um, but no, the. Everything else in this game from Jorge Hernandez was really good. It's just yeah, that miss yeah. PK and that miss yeah. PK could have, de- it could have been a quick saying game for him. He could have missed that. He could have just spiraled. He could have got a red card. He could All have right. gotten angry. He didn't. He played really well with Pirano. They set up a lot of chances. We just didn't put many in the back of the net, uh, except for uh, Christian Pirano doing Christian Pirano things. Let's go ahead.
1: Don't worry, Matt. We had um, Royce here. He tried your internet. He's he passed on it in in the garage here.
0: So. No thanks. <laughs> no thanks. All right. All right. Let's, let's watch this. I was uh, getting I my
1: beat. daughter Nacho. Uh, <laughs> was, <wouldn't laughs> oh by herself, no! So.
0: Oh no! Going for goals. Oh. <laughs> Goal. oh. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. I'll be honest. Uh, I knew he was going for a goal, and I knew he was going for that near post the whole time because uh, Vegas goalkeeper was so far over. Um, but I said Peron was gonna kick this into the second row. Like he's he's gonna get a little excited that the goalkeeper's off. I don't think he's gonna put this on yet. And he put it right where he needed to put it, uh, right on the goalkeeper's gloves, oh, so pushed it right in the in the goal. So really nice free oh, kick. And the other thing, and, and Rafa
1: can attest to this, the goalkeeper strained his, his, left shoulder is right.
2: his left shoulder, yeah. But he's using his top hand, which is his right. But if you see him, he was kind of cheating towards a little bit to the right at first. And then he just got, I think, if you saw where Batista's at, I think he was cheating to see, hey, the ball's going to, because Abu was placing all the oh. balls beforehand to inside the six. So he was like reading, you know what, He's they're probably going to play there in the six-yard box where Batista's yep. at. So let me cheat a little bit but piranha caught him flat footed there on that on that on that shot so and he really had no chance on um, stopping that that was that was right close to the you know to the post that's
0: so, exactly that's that's exactly what happened there he got caught cheating and yeah he went right into the post that's that's ugly but afterwards he was yelling at his boots he was yelling at his gloves and yeah he he would that that goal, goal bunny that goalkeeper but um, and for the USL highlights, the first is half is the only thing wins. that mattered.
1: <laughs> wow. Wow. Oh. No, uh, I
0: say, I say there a lot is of, another yeah. discussion
1: here yeah. in San Antonio. A big one. I you don't know. understand it. We had kind of that discussion because Chris uh, um, also was kind of having that same discussion saying that the goal should have counted. I've seen this called pretty much every game where a player goes into the goalie. You got to
0: protect the goalie. Here's um, here's the thing that I question, it, and this is what I questioned at the game. Before this, um, I don't know what minute it was, but the sun was still definitely up, and Jordan Farr was on this far side. So it was definitely in the first half. It was definitely in the first half, but Jordan Farr catches the ball, holds the ball on his chest. He's running around to try to find it. A Vegas player comes in, runs into him, Knocks him down, yeah. knocks the ball out. Pato. Yeah, goalie, it Pato. Goalie, goalie, yeah, it was Pato. Goalie didn't call anything. Or the, the ref doesn't call anything. Just says, yeah, that's fine. And far as like, the ball was in my hand. I was holding it. <laughs> he ran into me. That's why it came out. And the play continued, and Vegas created a chance from that. And the ref was like, oh, whatever, dude. So that's kind of when I was like, oh, we're not. Okay, then anything goes on on goalies. That's fine. Even little light touches like this one was fine um so that's when i questioned it uh yeah it's a foul on the goalkeeper that's fine at the same time
2: the i think he's time, i think he ran destroyed. into his own man
0: well if you if you look at the other angle, on this on this yeah, highlight right here if, you'll you see he he got if, if you look at the at, yeah if you look at this angle a does go into him yes he gets sandwiched by his own player there but a dinner in hits him from behind, so there is contact with the dinner in, But at the same time, you don't get that called all the time, and the goalie goes straight to the ground, and they and and he tries to get up. No one's no one's holding him down. No one's keeping him from getting up. So he tries, but he to get blew up. the
1: whistle. Like
0: I heard the whistle. But he blew the whistle. Right. Happens. Right. But, and but we heard I'm, it all the
1: way on our side, yeah. Just, right,
0: but what I'm saying is that no one was holding him down from no, making a you. play on the ball. But at the same rate, is it a foul? If that was it?
1: far, we, we we would want the call if that was Exactly,
0: far. exactly. If that's the call, you would want to call him far. But the precedent was set earlier that that may not be called all the time. Any contact with the goalie, this ref wasn't really interested in. But it just turns out any contact on, yeah, see, he gets taken out by his own player there. And I think a dinner and yeah. just, I think where the ref would have been, it looks like a dinner and runs into him, but on this angle, well, the highlight before that looks like, right. Looks, that's what I mean. And this is the, this is the angle the ref gets and it looks like a dinner and takes out the goalkeeper. That's what I'm saying. But on that head on from that angle, it definitely looks like he runs into number four, his own player there. So, um and that's, it, and, and that's courtesy
1: ESPN plus SAFC USO. Yeah. Um, that wasn't part of the YouTube package, but it 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 was a pivotal play late in the game that it, know, it, I've noticed USL's keeping their package to four minutes. Yeah, and it, it, it so. definitely
0: was. And there's a lot of very creative, interesting calls and no calls from this ref, which we see a lot. So what I will say is there is a consistency of not great refereeing. SAFC has to overcome that. And that, what am I going to tell you? That's what we have to do um, because this is a pattern. This isn't a one-off thing where you can complain about. We've got to be better than the, the poor officiating because it has been, it is what it is. It's the level we're at. We're not going to get the best of the best, the brightest of the brightest. So we have to overcome those woes and we have to beat people with the, without a shadow of a doubt. And that's what we need to do. We need to be the mentality monsters and we just need to get over this. Um, now an interesting thing that did happen, obviously this game ends one-to-one in a draw with Vegas, not the best result, not the worst result that could have happened, but definitely not the best result. Um, at the end of the match, Vegas really put on guys that were no threat. The only threat they were to is they probably should have had a red card or two in this one, because what this ref really showed was he, he was control. Well, he would give out a. This is what the ref consistently did, and and I I have his name down, and I want to see the next game he he uh, officiates into a field if he does the same damn thing because it was annoying. He would give a deserved yellow card early to a player that would go in hard, and then that player would constantly go in hard, just as hard, and he he would refuse to well, give a second give a yellow. Second, yeah. He would keep that red card in his pocket even though there were the the exact same foul happened over and over again, ninety nine. Took three or four dives. Andrew Carlton hated Andrew Carlton. Took three or four dives. Yeah, Andrew, yeah. So just embarrassing from Vegas, but they got the result and they played the ref how they wanted to play the ref. Like, kudos for knowing who the ref is and that he's just going to keep that red card in his pocket and it's just a threat. The goalkeeper got a yellow card in the 67th minute very early and kept doing the same thing. And the ref blew his whistle twice at him. Each time he would take a goal kick to nothing, because they knew he wasn't good. The ref wasn't going to do anything about it. So that's a problem. Whenever the whenever the ref stamps down and tries to control the game early, and then just loses it late because he's afraid to bring out that other card. So that's one thing I definitely saw from this ref. Uh, but at the same time, we've SAC needs to overcome the poor officiating and and beat teams without a shadow of a doubt. That's what they need to do. Period. Uh Rafa, so, what are your what are your thoughts on this match?
2: Winnable game, just like I said, the frustrating part is not being able to finish in the final third. Um, but also, there's something like I know me and Harry discussed, especially like on the on the set pieces. You know, we just kept on doing darn the same darn thing, as trying to send it across in for a header, knowing that the keeper's arm is hurt why not challenge him and take shot like what Pirano did, you know, why not challenge him for a shot? Like there are some instances that were on the left side of the field, but most taking the kick would say, why not let Garcia take the free kick there and shoot it directly at the goal say, Hey, let's challenge him. If Ricky, he blocks it. Hey, we got people in there to knock the tap it back in. I think that's something that's be, we need to take more chances on. I think we're also, we're looking too much for the perfect, Space for shot. Once you have a space, take the shot. Even if it doesn't go in or if it hits a post, someone's going to be there. To, like I said, someone's going to be there to tap it in. We got the guys that could tap it in. Now that we have Sam back, he's good enough to get those, you know, get some of those in those rebounds. I, I think that's going to be a lot better consistency there. Um, the compact play. We need to spread. I think they've already. Figured us out, we need to play the ball outside. And one of the things that we during the game, every time we play the outside, we hurt, we created chances. But every time we play everything in the inside, there was really no space to maneuver. Uh, we're too there's narrow. one play that, yeah, we're too narrow. If there's no space on one side, hey, let's swing it around, take it to the other side, or flip yours or switch it, switch it on them. There's times that we had Gomez. Send it to him, 1v1, he beats his guy, now we, he's got a shot for a goal or for a cross. Same thing with Bailey. So we need. I think the formation-wise, if we want to get goals, I think we need to switch to a 3-4-3. Let's get to that way we can have some people outside, but also our inside players can get some space because we can pull that defense out. And then play that, like you mentioned, we're gonna bring the guys that gonna cross the back end, but we also can play the ball back up to the 18 and create some space for shots. So I think the three five two is more of a defensive look, but I think the people that we have now and who we brought in, now we're equipped to play a three four three that which which we did last year, and every time we play that formation, we put in some goals. And I think this is a, I think this is the time to now to go back and switch to that formation.
0: What's very interesting about that is that I did notice a a little wrinkle in the formation in this Mm -hmm. match. Um, And what I did notice, and and this is Marcina trying to get Maloney more involved, a a huge thing that SAFC is missing, and we'll go back to the segment that we were talking about we kind of teased earlier. The biggest thing, there are three things that this team is missing very, very much right now. The number one thing is Mitch Taintor. The number two thing is PC. The number three thing is Justin Dillon. And the number four thing is Maloney in his normal outside spot. Those are the things that we're missing. And it's in, uh, Marcina and his coaching staff gave a little wrinkle early in this match. When SAFC was dominating possession, dominating in chances, what happened was that you had, um, you had Maloney push up. You had Zico move back. You had Gomez move back. So you had pretty much a four back four in the back. You had four in the midfield. He had Maloney as a winger and you had uh, Hernandez kind of come out to the left a little bit and you had a boo and Christian in the middle. And so you had a four, four, two and you had Nico and, uh, and Sam up front. So for, in possession during certain points in the in that in the match against Vegas, you had a 4-4-2 that they tried out to try to get Maloney a little forward to get him to kind of take some initiative and get him in the attack. Because that's a big thing we're missing. Those late runs, kind of uh Maloney kind of getting in the Wesson McKinney role almost where he he has the late he has the late runs in. He provides some depth around the attack. He is a very important piece to the attack. And him being on the back line at a necessity is kind of killing the attack. Um, so a, a big thing that I'm really encouraged by seeing is Manley off the injured list. Manley uh, has, he's, he got some game time against Nashville. Uh, he didn't make it in this game. It was his birthday, by the way. Happy birthday, Carter Manley. Shout out. Um, but I'm excited to have him back so we can have Manley, Fabien. And Batista in the back line until Mitch gets healthy. And we can at least get Connor in his normal spot and he can help out with the attack. Cause his hard nose defending is one thing, but his hard nose attack is a whole other thing. And he can come back and defend when he wants. But his big thing is when he presses up on that left side and provides some width. And that's the big, that's a huge thing we're missing in a lot of points. A big thing that Vegas did was they stacked their back four just in the box, they had almost no width out wide. And that's why uh, Pirano and Hernandez had so much joy on that right side while they were playing, while they were interplaying. They had a lot of room out there. Vegas really stacked the because we're, you know, we like to be so direct without Maloney providing some width on that side. So hopefully that'll change here um, coming up, and um, hopefully um, we get healthy. That's a big thing that we're missing is some help. Uh, we'll be right back. And uh, we'll kind of uh, chat through and uh, we'll have a visit from the doctor.
2: (laughs) All
0: right, and we're back and I'm going to give control over to uh, Dr. Harry, Dr.
1: want to give I uh, credit to, yeah, it relays Turn. that here. Give credit to at uh, sporting underscore Texas girl. Uh, I said, stay <laughs> calm amongst the store. SAFC have the strongest side we've possibly ever had, but it takes at least a month for that many new players to reach a cohesive understanding tactically. Uh, but then he brought up this, and it's a XG. Um, nine here, so right now our xg is 1.88, our xg allowed is 1.19, so there's an xg difference of 0.69. Our goals four is 1.53, our goals allowed is 0.75. But the expected goal and what we're actually getting is down three quarters of a goal, which is what we've talked about, and, and that's why to me, teams go through these cycles of you know, you know, where they where they just can't score. It happens with every team. Uh, you know, even the, even the great teams like Man City, uh, Rafa's uh, Real Madrid. You know, along those lines. There's there's just sections of the seasons for whatever reason they're not. And, and that's why to me I was hoping for for the first Vegas match for them to kind of open up the scoring but with multiple goals. Um, obviously that didn't happen. Um, we got to hope for when we go to Vegas and that's why I'm hoping for this three game road trip. We go to Vegas, um, who plays on Friday night and then turns around and plays us on Sunday night, which, so we'll have to talk about, uh, when we do our show, uh, next week, cause, uh, maybe during the, uh, game. So we'll have to discuss that. Um, Following week we travel to Charleston, and then the May twenty first, the the final match we go to Detroit City, which I will be going there. So that's seventeen days away uh, for that here. So, uh, or that's when I'm leaving in seventeen days. I guess I should say. So to me, and, and yeah, you know, like I said here, you know, the reason why I said the doctor's in, we've got to figure out with all these pieces that we have, and then I'm going to ask you this question here, Royce. With all these uh, with all these uh, additions, what does that mean for Juan Carlos car? Is do you? I myself kind of wonder if he's, and, and we don't know what the personal issues are. I myself wonder if we actually see him see him anytime soon. Just by them bringing in all these additions, and to me, you know, like I said here, how do you fit the pieces of the pieces into a puzzle here?
0: So, I mean, we'll see uh, with the future going ahead. I think, like I said, I think Asokar's and his family are going through something that's much bigger than soccer. Right. So, right. like I said, uh, I'm going to give him the grace. I'm going to give him the time to figure out and sort out what's going on. And I'm not even – he's a part of the team, yes. I'm not going to discuss him in the future at all. We'll figure it out. They'll figure it out as it goes. Um, but – right right now is not the time to talk about a soul car we're going to continue with the squad that's available and then we'll, we'll see off the board will we'll, exactly we'll see what happens in the future but let's move him off the board for now uh him coming back this season i think will be a bonus i think that would be a great thing uh but right now let's leave him off the board for now um until we get a more clear picture of of his return but uh, this will be the interesting thing. The thing that we're lacking right now um, is kind of the the midfield steel and kind of a more stable back line that will help out in the attack. I think that's the thing we're kind of missing right now. So, um, and like I've said earlier, Maloney not Maloney not being on that left side as that left wing back or or that right wing back wherever he's going to play. I think that hurts a lot. Um, and I think hopefully whenever Manley gets healthy, whenever Tanner gets healthy, that's where he'll be and he'll provide width and he'll provide a lot of pressing cover out there at the same rate as of right so now. So who it, are
1: you taking off then? If, if you're on. putting Manley where Bailey is, right?
0: Hold on. Hold on. Okay. Let me get there. Let me get there. On the other side, I think right now as a starter, you have Zico Bailey there on the right. So, uh, so as a right wing back, you're going to have Bailey as a left wing back, you're going to have Maloney. Um, so there you go. And then where Batista's at right now. Um, yeah, I think he's going to be there. At, to there. Tanner moved over I think Tanner's going to be on the right. Yeah. I think that's how that's going to set up Garcia in the middle. I think that's how that's going to set up. That's exactly it. And then later in the match, when you want to shut some stuff down, um, I think you're going to have probably Maloney either stays, maybe um, Gomez comes on to provide some width, and then on the other side you'll you'll probably see kind of more shutdown. You have Manley there on the right, and depending on the matchup, we talked about matchups. If you want to have a more defensive side, uh, and you're going to face a more attacking side, like say a loyal, or possibly um, like a, like a Tampa Not Bay Rowdies you're going to want Manley there on the right and probably Maloney there on the left to provide some width and some, and some steel and possibly you want to have uh Zico Bailey out there for some attack. So we have that set. That's kind of the back five in the middle. If uh, things were perfect, you had, you'd have PC and Abu boo there. Um, you definitely have a, well, who are
1: you? T- well, hold on here. Who are you Go taking up? Pirano or
0: Jorge? So I think you have a, you think you have a boo there. And Jacory is kind of the backup for a boo as of right now. I think that's what's, that's what's happened.
1: Right. But you said PC and Abu. Uh, a boo
0: in a, in a perfect world. If it was last season, that's who you'd have. You'd have those two and then going forward right now, what's going on is we're kind of doing the same experiment that we had in 20, was it 2021 where we had, um, and this was always the question we had on the show, for Marcina is how do you juggle um, uh, Gallegos, Pirano, PC, and Abu? How do you juggle those four for three positions? And it's the same thing we had. And in the playoffs, we definitely tried to have the two attacking ones. I think we have a lot better pieces, a lot quality, a lot more quality pieces uh, this time to help out with that. So I think you have one six you have a single pivot as of right now. So you have a boo uh, or jacori there. And then, yeah, I think you have Pirano and you have uh Jorge helping out. Uh, yeah. It's either, it's either going to be a boo and it depends on what his legs will let him do. Uh, or you have jacori back there in the, in the six.
1: Here's the wild or, card
0: though. Or you can have, uh, Zuhuri. you can have Rika there. Exactly. And he can develop in that position for sure. And that's what I mean is, that it, it depends on the matchup and it depends on the game that you want to go with. So it so I think it's more of hey, this is a formation. You just get to fill out the pieces that you want to fill out. And I think kind of going forward, this is what you're showing is that you're gonna have a six, and then in front of that six, you'll have Pirano, you have Jorge, you could have Loero when he's healthy. Those are the guys you could have. You have Kamarni when he needs some speed to, to change out in there, which we saw in this match. And then ahead of those three, you're going to have the two forwards, and we'll see who works well together in the forward, especially combining with Pirano and Hernandez. You could have um, Big Sam and Nacho like we had in this match. Jacori came on later. We'll see what Dylan does in, in in pressing, and that's going to be a big thing. Once we get that first goal, once we get that attack, once we may get a second goal, we'll see what squad gets put out there to try to see the game out. Cause it's not going to be the same guys out there that we see after we get the first goal, after we get the second goal, it's not going to be the same guys. It's going to be different. Our, our, uh, game goals are going to change. We're going to want to see the game off. So we're going to want some speed to kill the game. We're going to want a hold up to, to kill the game. So it's going to be, there's a lot of pieces there and there's a lot of different, um, looks that you can give. Uh, and I'm interested to see kind of how things, uh, come, come together, but this is kind of what we're going through is we have a lot of new pieces. We have basically a new team and especially with Taintor, Dylan and PC out kind of the three, kind of the three musketeers. Well, I guess the, the, let's call them the four horsemen along with Maloney. You have only one of the four horsemen on the field at a time. So that doesn't really help anybody out that much. And we need to build some chemistry right now while those guys are gone. So when they come back in, they can seamlessly go in, and we can you know continue on there. Rafa, how do you feel about the positions, and what do you think? I already like know ages? you want
1: a three-four-three, three. right? Yeah, for me, well, for the four-three-three. Well, for the Vegas,
2: no, for for the Vegas come-up game against Vegas, I think we need to stretch them out. So the back three, like I said, I don't. You can say Garcia, Bautista. I plug in Manley already. He needs to get minutes, or he needs to get get it going. So. I play Manley there, uh, 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 Jacory as the holding mid, and then up top it will be like a head him head would be Hernandez, and then on the left side I have Maloney on the wing, and I mainly I mean uh, uh um, yeah Maloney Maloney on the wing, and then uh, what's his name uh. Bailey? Bailey on the Bailey on the right and then Pirano on the right on uh, the right forward. S- Sam in the middle and, and baloney on the left
1: oh so you don't have Nico in there
2: well uh, I, I think you know Sa- Sam and bully may have more of the chemistry right now since they've already played together so they may know a little bit more. You can save Nico to come in in the second half because they're one thing we're not doing we're, we didn't do we did last year a lot, we're not pressing. We need to start pressing teams when we did, pre- like you mentioned, Royce, about stealing the ball and, and converting those in goals. We're not doing that. And why are we got it, why are we got away from that? I have no clue. We have the pieces to do that. And if someone gets tired, guess what? We have the next lineup, we got plenty of depth. To add, you know, to keep pressing teams, and we got, and that's the one thing—the difference is, we're not making teams uncomfortable. But that lineup, you press, because imagine do, if you're, a
1: diamond shape, uh, kind of. You know, yeah, we yeah, it'll a, yeah, it'll be, a,
2: yeah, it'll be a diamond shape there. So let's say Pirano presses and he steals the ball. Guess what? We have on a one v one. Pretty much sixty-seven percent of the times either he's going to score, or he's going to lead to an assist for a score. So. I think that's what we need to see on Saturday. I want to see that on Saturday. Press them because I don't think I'm. I think uh, Vegas' is, uh, defense is very suspect. I think we press them, make them uncomfortable. Even though they have the height, but uh, at times I saw that they're not very comfortable. And then also their goalkeeping. I don't think he has really good leadership to handle the back. So if we do that on Saturday, on Sunday, we can we can really pour it on and get some goals and get this offense rolling.
0: The only change that I want to make to Rafa's lineup in my perfect world, uh, I think Bailona comes in on the second half, and I think you yeah. have Nick, I think you have Nico there. Nico, okay. Yeah, I think you have yeah. Nick, I think you have Nico with the dinner in. You let them build a little bit of chemistry. They look good mm-hmm. in this match. Um, they just agree. They, they need some time to figure out where each other okay. are gonna be. And I think those are your two best forwards right now. Pirano goes back in the midfield. I think you have that typical midfield you know, five, whatever you call it, three, five, two. Um, And I think you have uh, Pirano with Jorge and they play off each other. And then I do want to see Maloney there in that left back position. 100%. I think he's a lot more comfortable out there. He's a lot more effective out there, but right now he's a jack of all trades. He can play everywhere and he's just helping out.
1: I think we lost his internet.
0: I didn't lose my internet. I just have uh um a, I have a pitch invader. I had my kid ask me a question. So, um, but no, but I think that's what needs to happen. Maloney being up there on the left, he's a lot more effective, a lot more comfortable. And if Manley is healthy enough and he does get the medical clearance to to see at least sixty minutes, at least seventy minutes, to where we don't need to sub in for him, um, I think that's what we need to what we need to roll with. But hopefully, Tainer's healthy. Um, Going forward, hopefully we see PC back soon, Uh, and it's good to see Manley ready, and also Dylan. Uh, Dylan's Mm -hmm. another big piece, a big pressing piece that we're missing, obviously, and it would be really nice to see him back on the field as well. Harry, what would you like to see?
1: I... uh, I just want to see goals, and and Jose, (laughs) I have not... Harry would like to see a win. Big (laughs) surprise. I have not not hit, uh, hit it here. To me, it's... To me, it's getting Tainer and Manley back in, putting Maloney in there. For me, the big change, I want Hayes in there as opposed to Abu just because I think offensively he brings a little bit more firepower to it. Um, but the up top, it's got to me. You got to have Nico. You got to have Sam. You got to have. You got to have Jorge. You got to have Pirano in there. Where you where you put them in because they all interchange anyways on the pitch. Um, to me, but and I do kind of here's my pushback to Rafa on the Vegas height. We, you, when, when we look at our crosses for here, we were three for 23. Now they were one for 13. I don't think we were successful. I think if you have, you know, Jorge and Christian control the ball a little bit more, attack it more on the ground than trying to go over the top. To me, we, we just kept repeating it over. And I know that's the Marcina system but sometimes against a tall team like, like Vegas, I wonder if going on the ground would have been better off uh, kind of going around and especially with Pirano and Hernandez Uh, Hanson, I I think can do it. And obviously Sam can be that poacher in the middle in this lineup. I, I, the goals are going to come. It's just, it's just a matter of when, and when they come, they're going to come. And that's why for me, this road trip, This road I, comes at a perfect time because to me it's almost like the Spurs rodeo road trip to kind of bring it into the Spurs. They're gonna get three games where they can go out. They're not gonna have the fans. They're you know, you know, they're not gonna have that pressure being at home. It's to me, it's three winnable games. Um Charleston's probably a little bit tougher. Um, but Vegas should be a winnable game. Um, Detroit, Detroit City, they can't they can't score and they're giving up goals and even with the great Nate Steinwasher. Uh, to me, this to me this road trip. I, I I hope that they come back and the goal scoring droughts over, because this team has you can see it, you can feel it, and I think that's the frustration that the frustration is you know and I saw this you know online is you know was it is it with Marcina? The frustration is you can see the ideas, you can see that they're working. It just it just you know for whatever reason has it clicked yet. Yeah. Yeah. It hasn't clicked. It's, it's like uh, the, you know, uh, some of the attempts at, at um, some, you know, some of the uh, attempts by Hansen where it's just a slight off touch or, you know, we, he took one dribble too much. It's, it's little things that are costing them the wins, but you know, what's what they're not costing is losses. And, and I know we've had three straight draws at home. I believe early in the season last year, we went through kind of a stage like this where, where things weren't working as well as we, as, as they should. But if you watch the games, the potential's there, the, the, it's, it's just, you know, it's, you gotta let the paint dry. You know, that's, that, to me that, that that's what it is, 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 you know, Marcin is working his magic. You know, you know, you taste the soup, maybe needs a little bit of salt, you know, maybe a little bit, you know, for it here, but it's gonna, it's gonna come. The only concern Is you can't let Sacramento get that get too much further ahead, because Sacramento isn't going to lose a lot of games either this year. And if you, in in, in, you know, Rafa and and Chris and I discussed this last last week at the game, being at home for the playoffs matters because you know you get that home field, you get that eight thousand you know going through. You know, we saw what happened two years ago against Orange County. I think we were the better team. I think if that's in San Antonio, we get the W on the road it's a little bit
0: tighter yeah i think those are good points um i i, I do like i do like that you gotta let the paint dry and absolutely uh, i think like i said i think that's the biggest thing is you gotta you gotta let this chemistry build on paper this roster is the best roster safc ever had period
1: jose, jose um, nailed it
0: yep wow that's unfortunate. That is a <laughs> hell of a metaphor there. Said the offense hasn't glued yet, just like the star in the USL patch on the red jerseys. Ouch, ouch. Hundred percent though. Uh, that's kind of what's happening. Is uh, like I said, this this team, this roster that we have, the the players that we have, it's the highest quality roster that we've had in the history of the SAFC. We just got to let them figure out. We got them. And this is a thing that I've been preaching since since I started joining this podcast is you got and whenever Harry would hit the panic button every March every April oh no it was the same thing for me it was you gotta let the chemistry build and especially in the past it was a bunch of new players you gotta let the new players gel yes we have a good core of players that will give off the ideals of the team but at the same rate a big part of that core is injured right now. So it's kind of like we have a new team and they got to figure it out for themselves. So that's what we have going on right now. Um, We'll be fine. Uh, This team will be fine. And this team is going to do big things. And like you said, the goals are going to come. And when they come, it's going to be in gobs. It's going to be a three to nothing, a three to one. They're going to, it's going to hit. When they hit, they'll hit. But right now they've got to figure it out first, and they've got to build that chemistry. So that's kind of where we're at, um, and hopefully we figure it out soon. Hopefully we go to Vegas and we completely mash them, and we don't look back from this ever. At the same rate, us getting draws instead of a whole bunch of losses in a row, that's going to be huge toward the end of the toward the end of the season. Uh, it's not like we're losing; we're drawing. But this and thing injuries. is going to turn around soon.
2: In, the injury bug's oh. going to hit the other team soon. It's That's, better for us to get it early. Then I know Sacramento yeah. and the other ones are going to get injuries later down the road. Yeah, and you, you'll watch and see. That's happened. What happened last
0: year? Hundred percent. And we'll be right back. And we're going to talk about who we think our mentality monsters of the match are. And we're back um, to talk about our mentality monsters of the match um, in the in the last couple of matches. Um, let's swing it out to uh, Rafa, who is your mentality man of the match for uh, mentality monster of the match for Nashville and for the Vegas match uh, yesterday.
2: I, th- I think for Nashville, that's that's a little tough one there. I, 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 don't know if I there give really it. I was give, one. Actually, 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 no. you know what? I'll, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to the whole team as a whole because going over there, you know, they played well. Just one little mistake, and I, like I said, we I think we showed Nashville, hey, we're a quality team, and if we played our starting eleven. We probably beat you, you know, and oh, so I'm gonna give it as a as the whole team as a the mentality monster for that, and then for Saturday's game I'm going to give it again to Zico Bailey. He's just like I said lights out. I mean, he's he's if there's a an award for newcomer of the year for USL that's him right there and then, and he's got I think he's got a really good chance of being the newcomer of the year for USL.
0: Yeah. I'm going to have to agree. Harry, who are your uh, mentality monsters of the match for both matches? So
1: Trying to think for Nashville. Um, I liked what I saw from Kai, but he got ran over. Um, trying to pull it back up here. I know for Vegas, I'm going to go a little bit um, off match. I'm going to give it to the supporters groups uh, from the tailgate. Um, FTC had an awesome tailgate with the pinatas. Uh, 210 What's... is also kind of moved over. So you're kind of seeing them kind, you know, kind, you know, kind of, you know, the where they're not isolated anymore. And I don't mean that in a bad way, Stuart. Just you're kind of off in a in a section by yourself. Um, so I like that you're more involved, whether it's with the crocketeers or um with the uh, FTC. Um Crocketeers obviously brought it uh, for the tailgate as always uh for that here. So uh, the tailgate scene compared to the last couple of years is 10 times better than, than what, it, what, it, what it's been. So shout out to, you know, all the leaders, you know, of the supporters groups. And then, and then, you, you know, you, you heard the supporters group all game this game here, which, you know, shout out to, you know, to the supporters group for the Nashville. Uh, I'm trying to go back to that one here. Uh, I'm gonna give it to, um, <coughs> and this could this could go through uh, Fabian Garcia. Um, at the match, I was uh, calling him the cleaner, um, and I think Rafa looked it up what that meant in Spanish. Um, but elizador. You you would see him you know side from side with the sliding tackles just you know just to clear it out. Um, so for on pitch, I'd probably go with Fabian for the combination of both games. Uh, just you know he cleans it up in the, in the back and then you know like I said here for all three of the supporters groups uh for that here uh to, to me like I said here outstanding job this last, and even for this three three game home set here um I thought I thought the group brought you know all three supporters group brought it uh brought it well
0: and for mine um I think those are some really good choices for mine uh, in the national match. I'm going to have to go with far far made some unbelievable saves. He made a save with his left hand. That should have been a goal that he um, punched, or I guess he pushed out for a um, for a corner kick, but far was pretty incredible in that match. Um, and the one ball that did get by him was just a one on one that no one's going to save. Um, and in the, uh, in the Vegas match, I honestly, uh, without giving it to Prano Prano's pretty obvious for that, for the free kick goal, but I want to give it to Lamar Batista, Lamar Batista in the beginning of the match, especially after the first goal from Ingram kind of had a quicksand game, everything he did just kind of, just kind of started spiraling on him. He got, uh, I'm pretty sure he got it. Yeah. He got a yellow card, uh, for a late tackle. Um, a lot of his passes went directly to Vegas and were just misplaced. Obviously he was directly at fault for the goal. A lot of things didn't go his way, but he tightened it up. He turned it around and he turned it around into a really strong performance and really shut down Vegas, uh, and their attacks. So I'm going to give it to Lamar. Lamar had a tough game in the beginning, but he turned it around and he, he was really strong toward the end. So I want to give it to, to Lamar. Um, I believe that's all we have hour and 40 minutes into this thing. Um, so Harry, do you have anything else? You...
1: My final thoughts here is okay. I want to give just a, a shout out here. Uh, the supporters groups, uh, the Crocketeers came out with a, a kit that you can uh, pre-order through them. So if you go under crock tears on uh, Twitter and I'm assuming any of their socials, uh, you can get it uh, through there. Also FTCs put out a uh, couple of kits uh for that here so you know there's the Viva kit and also the uh FTC Niso sports jersey uh nice for that here and then Arnisio and then uh, also two tens also kind of uh you know with their Alliance sports jersey here so if you can if you got the money uh you know to kind of help support them uh, I know they do a lot of uh a lot of good for um us uh, through here so uh, to me, that, that's kind of my uh, final thought here is if you have the ability to do so, they look good. I know, uh, you know, the, the stuff from uh, FTC and the Croceteers, uh they'll come in. They got the big sizes all the way up to uh, Harry size uh, down to the uh, Royce's size uh, for that here. So all the way uh, down to XL, you can support. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so, but that was mine.
0: And, Rafa, your final thoughts?
2: Uh, my final thoughts, like I said, looking forward for Sunday's game. Hopefully we can wear out Las Vegas since they're playing Friday, get the three points, get it going again. Um, also, uh, I know this upcoming like, week, I, I think for the kiddos, good luck to you guys on the start testing. Uh, so, good. Okay. We knock it dead there. And also we have some couple – Some, I think some – Commitment days or something. And Then were, I think this past week we had some signing days for some athletes. So congrats to them as well um, for your next journey up to playing the next level. And then on Tuesday, I'll I'll be on Fifty Fifty podcast. We'll be interviewing uh, the Foray State Champion for the girls from Salina. From Salina, so it should be a fun one. So check that out. A lot of interesting questions on there that we're going to ask him. And great program, great. Great support there for their for their team so should, should be fun
0: and my final thought um it's going to be something completely off of task, completely off of subject but uh the great mike shannon passed away mike shannon was uh st louis cardinal uh catcher catcher third baseman for uh for nine years with the club won two world series in the 60s with the cardinals And then went on and decided to do uh, 50 years of broadcasting for the Cardinals. And he was the voice. Him and Jack Buck would do the KMOX broadcast. I grew up in Missouri listening to them. Um, And Mike Shannon kind of continued on. He was a broadcaster for the 06 World Series, the 2011 World Series. And last year was his last year he decided, and he hung him up. Uh, As a broadcaster, he was just at a game last week with Whitey Herzog. And unfortunately today he passed away. So, uh, at age 83, so man, you know, one of those voices of your childhood, um, that you'll never forget. And, uh, uh Cardinals hall of famer. And, you know, it's one of those living legends. So thoughts and thoughts and prayers to his family and, and to his friends and everyone in Cardinal nation. So thanks for joining us. Sorry to bring it down, but, um, we'll, uh, we'll catch you next week, uh, after the Vegas game and, We'll figure out when we can get that show going. So, everyone have a good night, and um, thanks for joining. See ya.
1: The bright side, we're not RGB. <laughs>